feel like uh, we should play the Johnny Cash I've Been Everywhere Man uh, because it's, it's been a while since we've actually been able to record one of these. I think you're, well, we've recorded them, but well, not, yeah, not, 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 not in, in person. Room, yeah, right? not in person. So it is the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Good to be back together. And we do have an update. We're going to start with an update of a story that we had been following involving a world record. We talked about the uh, Portuguese mastiff named Bobby. <laughs> I remember uh, Bobby. Bobby, a beautiful dog. Um, and one of the part of the controversy was, well, first of all, he was the world. He was going vying for the title of world's, world's oldest, oldest dog. dog, and he was thirty one, thirty one and five months. That's two hundred twenty canine years. And he was going to be like five years older than the the previous record holder. Um, but veterinarians had suspicion about the official records, and uh, Guinness has said, nope. Oh, they, Bobby, does Bobby. Not, Bobby does not get. Um, oh, poor Bobby. Yeah. Uh, the record could now potentially return to the previous holder, Bluey, an Australian cattle dog from Rochester, New York. A, uh, I'm sorry, from Rochester, Australia. Yeah. Uh, uh, is that who, who, is that what the show is based on? Because isn't the show Bluey is, is also is Australian? And uh, this was a dog back from the 30s, 1939, lived 29 years and five months. Okay. Um, the uh, organization said that the microchip, which had claimed to prove Bobby's age, was Bobby. not sufficient, Bobby. Uh, to uh, give him the title. Um, oh, poor Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Rafael de Aljanto, a Portuguese livestock guardian dog named after the southern region, which it uh, originates. Bobby lived on a farm, and apparently his owner only gave him human food. Yes, that's what, that's what we're saying. Just yeah. hand him a ham sandwich and stuff. <laughs> that's how Bobby lives so long. Uh, they Bobby, questioned why like some of the Iberical? Uh, they, they questioned why photographs of Bobby in 1999 showed him with white paws when the dog that died had brown paws. It's oh, just he was, age. He was younger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's skeptic, like you're getting gray hair. Skeptics pointed out that although the age had been registered on the National Pet Database, um, this was released, this was based on the owner's self-certification and that the Microchipping only began in 2008, so there's just all kinds of things. <laughs> there's a lot of goof. There's a lot of goof going on. Uh, Leonel Costa has not commented on the uh, dog's title being removed, uh, but he was very upset that it was even being questioned. As yeah, uh, exactly. He was like, "I swear to God, Bobby, Bobby. is 31 years old." Yes, it, right. <laughs> he comes home and I make him a nice. Uh, I roast up some asparagus and I give it to him, and I uh, then we share pizza <laughs> together and have popcorn. <laughs> Bobby likes a yes. uh uh, Cipollini uh, onion from yes. time to time. A good French engine soup. Yes. He loves my wife's meatloaf. <laughs> Some minestrone, as yeah. it were. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it back goes, to Bluey. Goes, goes back to Bluey, and um, uh, Bobby is... This is going to be second place. He's he an old, dead dog. That's yeah. all he is. Sorry about that, Bobby. Speaking of old things, uh, did you know that out in San Francisco... You could visit the Good Vibrations Antique Vibrator Museum. Wow. So I guess we've had these long enough that they are antiques now. They said, starting in the Victorian era, medically induced orgasms in women were practiced as a legitimate cure for what then was called female hysteria. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just uh, grab one of these things. Characterized by anxiety, sexual desire, insomnia, fluid retention, heaviness in the abdomen, muscle spasm, irritability, and loss of appetite. So here, take one of these and don't call me in the morning. 
So it seems like uh, ladies back in the Victorian era just weren't getting a lot of action. Apparently and, not. Uh, they would go, you know, like anybody who go bananas <laughs> right. after a while. They said in the parade of modern irritable <laughs> in the parade of modern conveniences. First came the electric sewing machine in 1899, followed by the fan, the tea kettle, the toaster, and in 1902, the vibrator. Every time there is an advance in technology, it immediately goes to porn. It goes to sex, yes. They say many came packaged in velvet-lined cases that would not look out of place in any lady's boudoir. Do you remember getting the Spencer's catalog? Yes. Yeah, and there was always a lady with a vibrator. There was. But she was massaging her neck. Yeah. It was like this clearly penis-shaped <laughs> thing, and she would just be like, oh, that feels so good on my neck. Neck. Not yeah. for, do you ever remember going into Spencer's for the first time and re- realizing what it was actually for? <laughs> right. And then they had the greeting cards, and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. like me, some Spencer's. Spencer's. Uh, they say by the late 1920s, magazines no longer accept advertisements for vibrators for fear of violating anti-obscenity laws. They say for the most part, vibrator design remained unvaried. Although some models added an assortment of removable tips to provide varied sensations. But they say by the 50s, they're often housed in hard plastic or vinyl carrying cases like portable record players of the era. Uh, they, As in the case of the fictional Rejuvenator, these Eisenhower-era vibrators were advertised as reduction aids. Although it's unlikely that many women objected when they failed to lose weight. So you can go through all of this at the good vibration. How do you bring that up, by the way? It, it, that's not, how many dates in before you take your date to the Good Vibrations Antique Vibrator Museum in San Francisco? Um, I'm just looking. Did it, they have? Uh, I, want, dis- I want to know what the you know how much. Um, yeah, they display the models from lost years. The magnetic massage, for example, was touted as a means to achieve a healthy complexion, luscious hair, and taut neck and chin. The package features several drawings of young women using the device in various fashions, all safely north of her collarbone. Much like you were talking about how, oh, look at here at Spencer's. We have personal massagers that happen to look like wangs. Uh, I'm just trying trying to look. I'm looking at the museum's website. Open daily from 1230 to 630. Uh, For more information about the Antique Vibrator Museum or to book a personalized tour. I don't know if you go that far, do you? Uh, Yeah, well, I'm just trying to see how how much the tickets cost? How do you... How do I get my reservation? Are, are they doing a special exhibition right now? Right, exactly, of how to use it or where it goes. Yeah. Uh, I will say, some of them that are coming out, I mean, they're they're very complex. Oh, my God. There's a lot. You have a big owner's manual that goes on. I don't know, yeah. I don't know where they go anymore. Uh, it's, uh, women have just, uh, I mean, an embarrassment of riches mm-hmm. when it comes to all that. And now, though, they've kind of moved towards all the different names of of particular animals. It's like rabbit right. and butterfly and everything else. It's like, there's, they're, 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 you know what? Here's the thing. They're even elegant and better when it comes to that stuff. Well, I love... We're, we're so heathen. We're just... Men are just heathens. Like, right. we'll just be like, watch anything. And, yes. uh, and it's... It, women are like, I have a rabbit I'm using. Mm-hmm. Or tonight I will use the butterfly. Well, and I think it's... It's very telling that there is this huge industry of adult toys for women, very small amount of toys for men, because we're just like, I don't know, man, I got I got my right hand right, <laughs> right here. Exactly. Like, yeah. I got my own. God gave me yeah. a couple of toys. This is going to be over in just a couple of right, minutes. Right, exactly. Why do to, I need to go through? <laughs> I don't have to get anything out of a box. I don't have to rev the engine batteries. much. I'm just I'm just zero to 60 and ready to pulsate. Oh, got to wash it off afterwards. There's a lot of work. Just like, eh, just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fine. With yeah, that, exactly. I just... I just That's don't fun. know. I just don't know what date number 
you finally go, let's go to the Good Vibrations Antique Vibrator Museum in exactly. San Francisco. I think probably has to be date five at least. Well, a popular date, though, is antiquing. Yes. You know, you go out and you look A nice at little weekend. Thing, drive up into Menard County yeah. and uh, go look at some of the antique shops. Uh, we take you into Texas, where a 60-year-old kilt-wearing man was arrested after he was caught on surveillance, allegedly grabbing several items off the shelves and, quote, placing, quote, those items, quote, in his rectum, unquote, before returning them to the shelves. So Wait. he wasn't stealing them. So... He was going full Scottish, yeah. Where he's not wearing anything under the kilt. Yeah. He sees something, he grabs it, and then it goes straight up the butt, and then back on the shelf. You can't do that. I think I think ownership is four tenths of the anus. Yeah. is ownership. Right. <laughs> if four tenths of your anus surrounded that object, then that object is now yours. Right. You've heard of uh, you know the uh, the pottery barn rule. You break it, you bought it, and this yeah. is like you know you penetrate it. It's. <laughs> You, re- you, you wrecked them. You get them. <laughs> uh, Mitchell C. Vest. That doesn't sound like a Scottish name to me. So no, no, no. I don't even think the kilt was authentic. Exactly. He's he's a terrible person all around. Uh, was taken into custody. Um, Harris County Constable. Uh, Please tell me it's Harry Butts. Yeah. <laughs> said they received calls from, quote, multiple concerned citizens. Of course. What are you doing? He was observed selecting several items from vendors at a, an antique mall and placing selected items in his rectum. He was then observed removing them and placing them back on the shelves. How far did he go? Was it a quick in and out, or did he like shove them for a while, take two steps, and then put them back? The Either in- way, it's gross. The incidents allegedly occurred at two different shops, the Antique Gallery of Houston and the Curiosity Shop. Uh, well, that the- one I get, I understand. It's in the name. He's going to be curious. The owner said, uh, told deputies she witnessed this guy pick up a makeup brush oh uh, and a and hardware piece quote shove both items up his anus then return <laughs> items to the shelf she said the value was of damage was 130 dollars um and the emotional scarring of having to see a man grab a makeup brush and shove it there the owner reported to deputies that she'd reviewed security footage oh he had to go back and watch it. oh no i had to see it again because wait i will say this wouldn't you have to? Because it'd be hard to believe in real time. That's true. That someone actually... You, you can't would, process you, what's going exactly. on. Exactly. You'd be like, what? Did that just... Did, did that happen? Let's go back and look at the film. So he goes over to the Curiosity Shop, and apparently they looked at security footage, and they saw him doing the same thing with a bottle opener and tent can, uh, noting that her damages were $74. So that's $204 worth of butt stuff. Both complainants advised they threw away the items <laughs> that were used. First of all, it's an antique thrift shop anyway, <laughs> so they're already on the precipice of getting thrown away, and then when the when the rectum is involved, that's when it just goes in the trash. Uh, the first place, she said that uh, she had seen the guy in the establishment uh, with employees telling her that he'd previously spent, quote, hours shopping around the... St- you got you got everything in the Everything go. good. You have to burn um, the store down. I mean, you, you, you recognize you just the guy down. Have, having been spending hours, hours in your store. That means everything in that store has at been some his point butt. has been in his butt. Yeah. God, that's a that, that's a lot of effort by him as well. And then at the end of this article, it says, "Do you have a tip? <laughs> please, please send us an email." <laughs> If you have a tip, go to the back end of our email and please insert it there in this form. Um, staying on this. Well, not the butt topic, but sure. uh, but on the topic of you know the sex and poo podcast, I have so many questions about how this story even began. Uh, I take you over to Spain, where a priest and his partner 
have been arrested in the town of Don Benito in the Spanish province of Extremadura as part of an investigation into the illegal sale of Viagra and other powerful aphrodisiacs. A priest, okay? The parish priest, well known to the parish of San Sebastian, has been released on charges of trafficking harmful substances. He'll appear in court on the 1st and 15th of each month. The arrests were carried out this past Monday at the priest's home, which he shares with his partner. But who goes to a priest for Viagra and other sexual aphrodisiacs? Well, yeah, at some point that conversation, I'm wondering where it started. Did How somebody, did it begin? Right. Did somebody go, uh, Father, I need some counsel. I, you know, things just aren't working Birthday. in the bedroom. But, but, but um, is that said, where you start? Boy, I, do I have the thing for you. Or... Did he sneak up on somebody, you know, while he's giving communion or something and elbow him in the ribs and say, by the way, I heard from, yeah, I heard, I heard through the grapevine from, from the, uh, you know, after church committee that, uh, you know, that, uh, Patrice is, is not being satisfied as much. I got a little something for you. That, that, that's the thing that boggles my mind in this whole story is how did it start? How did it begin? Like, how did it, how did it get to the point where he's running a Viagra ring right. out of the priest's home? I mean, I guess Part of it is if you're the person who is purchasing it and part of it, the last place you expect for it to have an illegal Viagra and a sexual aphrodisiac ring is a priest's home. Right. So there is that part of it. Because you look very pious, I I guess, Mm -hmm. then going in and out. Yes. As it were. (laughs) Pardon the pun. Yes. But that's the thing that when I read this story, I go, how did that become a thing? How did the when did it begin? Who was the first client, and then how did it snowball from there? Correct. Um, and it's it's intriguing to me. You know, did he? I don't know. Did he? Did he just have a couple? And he said, I don't know what the hell to do with these things. And somebody said, I'll buy him off you. And he thought, Holy cow! I'm making more money doing this than I am priesting. Pa- passing the collection plate. Screw yeah. that! I'm going to start passing the blue pill. Um, or. Yeah, is it is this just his? Does he just deal in illicit things when he's not praying to God? Yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, it just seemed weird to me that you're that the sexual problems that, that wouldn't be needed for Viagra or even without the problems, just somebody. I need a little extra juice tonight, Padre. Here you go. Now it'd be fifteen dollars. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get his two jobs confused. You know, he's up there doing the <laughs> sermon. Now a reading from the Book of Bonerotomy. Oh, my bad. I Sorry mean, about that. And just like the penis on Viagra, yes. he rose on the third day yes. and, was, <laughs> and ascended into heaven. And when I say the letters from Peter, I mean Peter. Yes, exactly. She'll be selling. She'll be yelling out Jesus right mm-hmm. here on the altar. So yeah, that was just, that one. Just kind of to me, like uh, and the a little bit like it too. Yeah, <laughs> just right. If it was eugenics, I can understand. Sure, it was Padre Big Hurt and his <laughs> and his Deacon Flutie <laughs> sharing, sharing the gospel of eugenics. Our Father, I need some man-boosting. Yeah, man-boosting testament. Uh, speaking of man-boosting, raw meat apparently can uh, add some extra protein to your diet, according to one gentleman, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, what's his name? Right. Yeah, that guy eating raw meat. Sorry about you know? that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm leaving this all in. Thank you. It stays in or we're not posting it. Like the co- Like the Conan Bidet thing. <clears throat> yes. For the last 13 days, uh, John, who's chosen not to share his... Last name has been eating raw chicken. He should be dead. He slathers. You can't. You can't. You can't be alive thirteen days into raw chicken eating. Probably not. Uh, he's been filming it and sharing it with his three hundred thousand Instagram followers. Why are people? Why does he have that many Instagram followers? Literally four people listen to this podcast. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like okay, three hundred thousand is a lot of people. 
but it's not it's a not, lot of people. It's not like, a lot it, of people. With, with, with Instagram, no. But still. And it's certainly not eat raw chicken worthy. <laughs> No, no, you got that's 300 million before you raw chicken it. So he uh, takes these raw chicken breasts and slathers them in ranch dressing and then puts raw eggs in a martini glass and chugs them down. He says he intends What does to keep, he have against chickens? He says he keep he intends to keep doing this until quote I get a tummy ache. How has he not had one yet? Here are some of the things that can happen from eating raw chicken. So by the way, mm-hmm. why why add the eggs? Isn't it already an injustice to the chicken that gave its life to be delicious, and now you're going to just drink the eggs as well? That seems overkill to me. Um, Yeah, two years ago, he posted a series on YouTube called Eating Raw Meat at Whole Foods Every Day Until I Die from Bacteria, until he got bored after 200 days. Of eating raw meat? Of eating raw meat. Okay. He says says he's absolutely fine. And so, yes, in theory, you can. Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. It's not ideal. I get it. I have. I eat sushi, and a lot of exactly. that's raw fish. Right. But guess what? You eat too much of it, mercury poisoning. Well. It, you're not meant to consume that much of it. Yeah. You're not a killer whale. You're not a coyote. You're not a wild fox. Yeah. And when, you know, look, you, you get a steak rare, and you're, you know, it's still, it has a, yeah. it's not fully cooked, and so there are things. Right. There's steak carpaccio and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. There's beef tartare, right. but that's in small amounts, not 13 straight days. And it's in control. I mean, they're, they're controlling it and the bacteria and all the other things that could cause you problems Correct. just aren't, aren't there. Uh, here are some of the side effects from eating raw chicken. Bloody diarrhea, fever, <laughs> vomiting, stomach cramps, numbness, parasites. At what, and- what part of those do you finally tap out? Yeah. When the first one of those pops up, when do you tap out on your raw chicken eating for your 300,000 Instagram followers? I just noticed uh, in this article over at Vice.com, uh, bloody diarrhea is underlined, so it's a hyperlink if I need to learn more about <laughs> bloody exactly, diarrhea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. because I don't know exactly. It's not descriptive enough. Yeah. I need to know more. What is this? Click. <laughs> um he, uh, those are just a few reasons why eating raw chicken is strongly advised against, but John says a small price to pay his raw meat experiment videos are going viral, reaching up to 8 million views. Again, still not enough. Not, not, a, not a lot. Not enough for the stunt. But enough to, to actually be a sponsor of this particular iteration of the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, exactly. we get, if we get a third of his listeners... Can we hyperlink to him, and then his people can come over and listen to us make fun of him? So if you go over to uh, vice.com, there's a lengthy article in an interview where the, the reporter is asking some very good, very valid questions. Of why? Um, yeah. And how are you still alive, sir? If you want to know more about that. It's a more about John. And we end today's Too Good for Radio podcast with, we had a, a couple of podcasts ago, the list of... Uh, license plates that were banned in Illinois last year, but we only had a very small portion. And we wish we could have brought you the audio of Alexi Janulius reading some of them because it was quite hilarious. Well, there is a news channel out in Buffalo that wanted every one of the 3,000 denied license plates from New York. Now, am I going to read all 3,000? No. Because this podcast usually only goes a half hour. Well, and we know that uh, Secretary of State Janulius was just picking the friendlier of the ones. Because you, you, know, you know that people are... Um, yes. Like, for example, in New York, one of, the de- one of the denied ones was Rippin' Lips. Rippin' Lips. R-I-P-N-L-I-P-S. Rippin' Lips. Or Rips and Lips. Whatever you want to say. Right. That was not um, one. 
Also, see that one interests me because I could see that and look at it and go, "I think that's dirty," <laughs> but, but I don't I know. I can't really, but I don't know why it's dirty. I can't explain why it might be dirty. There's one. She's wet. S H Z W E T. Classy. Yeah, very classy one. Here's one that kind of threw me off a little bit. That baby arm is not allowed. <laughs> I mean, I get the context, but it's one of those things of, I don't know if I get up to a stoplight and I see baby arm as a license plate and I go, well, that's dirty. And if your kid sees it and says, why does that license plate say baby arm? You can make something up quick enough and not have to. The one that also, another one, sheet. (laughs) S-H-E-E-E-E-T. I want that to be okay. That's pretty cool. I want that to be okay. Side chicks. Not allowed. No kidding. Uh, here's one that definitely should have been allowed. Dirty skag. <laughs> D-R-T-Y skag. Tapeworm also. Tapeworm? Yeah, not, you can't. Itch off <laughs> is another one. Duck you mm-hmm. was was not that. Uh, one that was horny for you. H-R-N-Y for you. Obvious reasons. I don't know why this one was denied, but schlab wagon. <laughs> Again, yeah, that's one of those words. S H L A B W G N. Slab wagon. Sounds dirty. I think it's dirty. I couldn't tell you why it's dirty. Uh, poo with a four at the end of it. Uh, here's the ones that definitely should not be, and for good reason. Only gaps is probably one you don't want that. Um, uh, butt sex. Butt sex. But with a but with a three as an e. Oh, okay. Trying to describe it the best they can. Uh, also, sex to me, uh-huh. but the S is a five. Okay. That one was no good. Uh, here's one that I think should be available. What the fuck? W A T D A F A Q. I think that one's. They should let that one slide. Uh, here's one Forward Nudes. F W D N U D Z. Uh, that's one. Uh, <laughs> This one is, let's see, jank, why is it, here's one I think that should be available, but it was not. Janky AF. Why, why, <laughs> That's fine. If, you dri- if, you're, right. if you're driving a crap car, why can't janky TF, uh, AF be yours, Right. be your license plate? Um, here's one, let's see if you can figure out why this would be offensive. I think it's pretty obvious, and obviously so the state of uh, state of New York, but here's the conglomeration of letters, all right? G-T-O-F-F-M-D-K. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a very funny expression. Yes. It really, that always cracks me up. I always forget about it. But when I hear somebody say, get off my dick, (laughs) that's a very funny way to tell people to stop harassing you. Yes. uh, (laughs) Now, I read this one incorrectly right now when I was just looking at it Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to print off all 3,000. I just print off three pages of them. At first, I thought this may be one for bowlers. But now, after second glance, I know exactly why they they, uh, banned it. It's T N Y P N S. I thought it was saying tiny pins. <laughs> and then once I read it a second time, I realized that's not tiny pins. Man, 
I mean, if if that's what's going on, and you've got that, I, th- I think the I think they should let you have that one. It's like, yeah, yeah, that just one. So you know, yeah, just so you know, not a lot going on down there. There, yeah, exactly. Uh, drunk AF is one that they weren't doing that. Here's one. Maybe you can figure this out. C H U N C H E. Chunchy. C H U N C H E. I hope I'm not really, really offending people. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's an urban dictionary thing, but it was banned by the state of New York. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's a slur for an authority figure or someone acting as an authority okay. figure. Okay. Um, I get it then. Maybe the I cops don't like that. I guess that. I, I guess I don't get that one. A um, couple more, real quick. That's according to my, my quick search on urban dictionary. Now. <laughs> Now, I don't understand why you would ban this one, because I think it's universally something we all can agree on. There was one where the A in cancer was a four, and it said cancer SX. Okay. Cancer sucks. Right. Why, why is it? Is it just because sucks is on there and anything with an SX Maybe. at the end can't be on there? Because somebody then- thought it was cancer sex. <laughs> Oh, I have some cancer sex? Oh, no, no, you don't. Yeah. The only person having cancer sex is the same guy walking around that antique mall. <laughs> That's a guy who's in a cancer sex, weird, weirdo. I and, think I do. And the final one here that I think should be allowed with the number four, they use four instead of A a lot because it looks similar, but fart box. Fart box. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to pull up behind good old fart box? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So that's just some of the ones you can you can find. I think it's WKEZ out of Buffalo. Just look up ban New York license plates, and you can get the entire list of three thousand. Um, but yeah, tiny pins. Well, what we should do then is take that list and see how many of them we can get past Alexi Janulius. I see if we can get tiny pins. Yeah, tiny pins. <laughs> what? What? It's just tiny pins. I'm a tiny pin. Yeah, I'm a, t- I'm a tiny pins guy. I go, I go, I go bowling with my big balls. Yeah, my big balls. And I throw them at my tiny pins. Exactly. I like huge alleys, big balls, and tiny pins. <laughs> Let's go have some cancer sex. <laughs> and G T O F F M D K. Janulius with Get my tiny my pins. Dick. Get off I my dick. I just want a license plate. I Janulius. just want my tiny pins, Janulius. <laughs> Get off my dick. And you'll have that problem uh, with Nugenics. She'll like it there too. There you go. Uh, always fun, always a pleasure. New episodes every Friday. Like, share, and subscribe. And uh, thank you for listening.